Hi, and welcome to Coffee and Pearls, 15 minutes of wisdom for Catholic moms. I'm Sterling Jaquith, and today I'm going to be telling you that no one can make you October. I'm turning October into a verb because I can do that, and I feel like the internet has given us the power to do that all the time. So one of the biggest pieces of feedback I got about my having a less stressful summer series was just how grateful people were that I gave them permission to say no to things. It's not like I gave them permission, but sometimes when we read things or listen to them, it gives us that last bit of courage or bravery we need to go, yeah, that is how I feel. And I don't want to go camping with an 18 month old because that sounds terrible. And it doesn't make you a bad person, but if you really didn't want to go, it's good to have a boundary about that and to communicate that. So, as most of you know, I think, fall is my favorite season, and I just love it. I just love September, October, and November so much. They're my favorite months. And I get caught up in all of the stuff, and I enjoy it. But over the years, I've learned that I like to do fall the way I like to do fall and not necessarily the way that most of America does fall. So here are five things that you do not need to do in the month of October if you don't want. Now, none of these are, are judgmental statements. So if you choose to do these things, totally fine. But if you find yourself kind of participating in them every year and feeling a little yucky or coerced about it, I'm just going to give you permission right now. You don't need to do it. Number one, buying overpriced fall boots, okay? I remember when, you know, almost knee-high or calf-high boots were popular, and they were all like two or three hundred dollars, and then all of a sudden, a few years later, then they were the ankle boots that were popular, and what's cool about being in your 30s is you, you've started to live through a few fashion cycles, where you see kind of the turnover of trendy things versus things that are classic all the time. And again, buying shoes is not a big deal, but if it's not in your budget, if you don't like the style, if you don't need any new shoes, don't buy them. And I love fall boots. I love seeing them come out. I love seeing women wearing them. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. She rolled up her jeans. I love those ankle boots. Gray is awesome. This is probably what was popular four years ago, which is, I feel like, the last time I was in any sort of clothing store whatsoever. <laughs> but still, I remember noticing them and thinking, oh, that's cute. But I also knew myself and knew I didn't need that. I didn't need to spend the money on that. And as soon as it fell out of fashion, even if that took many years, then I probably wouldn't wear them. So, you, you know, if you love fall boots and you wear them, go for it. The other thing I learned living in Oregon is I bought a pair of leather boots right after I got married. And they're, it rains all the time in Oregon. And so leather boots are actually not great in that kind of weather. And it wasn't until I moved to Boise, which has a really dry fall, that I kind of understood the fall boot thing. Because there were many more days I could wear them. And I thought, oh, this is this is what they were meant for. Um, 
because even though I had bought them in Oregon, there were so many wet days that I didn't want to ruin them. <laughs> so I had, they just lived in my closet. All right, you don't need to buy overpriced fall boots if that's not your jam. Number two, buying $5 lattes one or three times a week, okay? A lot of people love them, a pumpkin spice latte. No judgment there, right? Has as much sugar as a candy bar, so know what you're doing. But I still do it every once in a while. But you don't need to do it one to three times a week. That's a lot of money. And we get caught up in this, especially if we have friends that do it. Hey, I'm coming over. Do you want me to bring you a pumpkin spice latte? And it's even worse when it's free, right? And someone's bringing you one. But I just want you to ask yourself, is this where I want to spend my money? Is this where I want to spend my calories? And is this the amount of sugar that I want to be consuming? Because if your same friend said, I'm coming over to your house, you want a Snickers bar? You might be like, no, weirdo, I don't want a Snickers bar, <laughs> right? But pumpkin spice lattes are just pretty much the same thing. And again, I'm not judging you for drinking your your drinks. I have my things. I'm just very intentional about when I indulge in them and that they're treats. And for some reason, we, we've gotten into this idea that coffee is no big deal and it's not a treat and something we can do all the time. And I will, I will bunny trail for a second and say we're doing that because we're living extremely frantic lives that are filled with anxiety and we actually want that coffee and that sugar to soothe ourselves, right? We're exhausted, we're running on nothing, and so we need the caffeine and we we want the the quick sugar boost both for energy and as a, just a coping technique for our lives, okay? So that's why I also have a lot of mercy for, for the Starbucks crowd, right? Because I know how painful and difficult life is and that a lot of us just are coping with sugar or shopping or alcohol or screen time, right? So it's always important to, to view less than optimal choices that other people are, are making through the lens of mercy, okay? And that's true of a lot of the things we're going to talk about in this episode. Okay, next up, going to the pumpkin patch, okay? I love the pumpkin patch, especially the one we used to go to in... Oregon, they had all these farm animals and they usually had like baby calves and I could kiss a baby calf and it just made me so happy, right? But you don't need to go. We went because the company that my husband worked for gave us free tickets to go. And I remember when we moved and we had to pay for it and it was like $45. And I was like, what? It's $45 to walk around in someone's cornfield? They don't even give you a pumpkin for that, <laughs> you know? And so we had to decide as a family, like, hey, do we value this experience? Is this one of the kind of traditions that we want to build into our family? And and actually, we decided that it was for, for us personally. We, we really like the pumpkin patch, but we also discovered that there was a homeschooling day. And if we went like in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, it was cheaper. And we prepped the kids ahead of time. Hey, we're not going to buy any food or anything. And I, I want to say last year, we didn't even get pumpkins. We we're like, we will get those for cheap somewhere else. 
And again, it's just, it's about living intentionally and deciding whether the investment of money and time, and both of those things are, are very important and, and very out of balance for a great deal of families. You get to decide if this is something you want to do. You don't have to do it because you see everyone's pictures on Facebook of their kids with their face painted on a wagon going to get a pumpkin. Like, it's just not an American right for children to go to the pumpkin patch. It's just a commercialization operation, right? It's just there to make money. You could just as easily take them on a different experience or a small hike through a free trail with leaves that change color and say, look at these leaves that change color. Fall is wonderful. It's beautiful. Okay. You don't need to go to the pumpkin patch. Number four, you do not need to eat candy all month long. Okay. Um, halfway through August, the stores start putting out their Halloween candy halfway through August. Okay. And you see it and you're like, I should get a bag of candy for Halloween. Whether you do that in August or September or even October 1st. You know, moms love to be prepared. Bless moms. Okay, I feel like moms are running the world. But when it comes to the Halloween candy thing, you buy it and then you all know what happens. You just eat it. You just eat it for the whole month of October. Right. And then like October 28th, you're like, shoot, I got to go get some more candy. And, you know, the grocery stores are happy to oblige. They've got it there. They'll give you some more candy. Costco will give you, you know, buckets and buckets of candy. Don't fall into that trap. Sugar is just it's so bad for you. It's so bad for you. And if you're anything like me, if it's in the house, you will eat it. I cannot handle stuff being in the house. I am that pathetically childish and weak. Okay. There's one place in my kitchen that my husband can reach and I can't reach. That's so far up that even I can't even reach it with the little stool we have. I have to get the big stool. And that's so embarrassing that I actually won't do that. So if he has something that he really has to hide, and and usually that means I've asked him to like, hey, I'm going to eat this. So I need you to just hide it for me. And it's not really a secret. We both know where he's going to hide it. Um, But the shame of pulling out the big stool is enough for me that I won't grab it. Okay. But other than that, if I can reach it, I will eat it. Cancer loves sugar. Just tell yourself that over and over again. Cancer loves sugar. When they want to find cancer in your body, they make you drink a sugar drink and then they watch where the sugar goes. Okay. Okay. Do not eat candy all month. And just actually for October, I usually have a zero candy policy for myself. I just say zero pieces of candy are going to pass this mouth. And then that also makes it easy for me to be strong when I go to the bank and they have a bowl of candy. Because also for the month of October, literally every public place will just have a bowl of candy all of a sudden. And so 100% commitment to something is easier than 99%, right? If you say, I'm going to eat zero pieces of candy, it's not even a temptation. You just go, oh, I see that box of Reese's right there. I'm not, I'm going to eat zero though. 
Otherwise, if you just say, I'm really going to limit my candy consumption this month, then when you go and you see the Reese's and you're like, well, they're Reese's, that's the best one, then, you know, you're going to eat that one. But then why? And why not Reese's two days from now? And why not at every place you go to? It's just so the lines get blurred so quickly. Okay? Commit all the way. You do not need to eat a single piece of candy in the month of October. Okay. The last one, celebrating Halloween, right? You don't have to celebrate Halloween. I'm not anti-Halloween. I have a little bit of that from my Protestant days because the Protestant church that I was part of for a couple years before I became Catholic was like super anti-Halloween. So I appreciate Catholic tradition and culture and that we are not like that. But it still doesn't mean you have to buy the stuff and feed into the thing and do the thing. My kids don't do that. They just don't. And they're, and God bless this amazing family here in Boise. They put on this huge All Saints Day party. And so my kids just, they know that that's what we do every year. And they dress up like saints and they get candy for that one day at this one house. And, and that's what I've chosen to do. And I don't care that it's countercultural. I don't care that other people celebrate Halloween, but I feel super secure in my decision. And I'm not going to be peer pressured to do the other thing, even though pretty much everybody we know celebrates Halloween. So I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't do that. <laughs> um, and that's fine. It's fine. We all get to make our own choices. Nobody can make you October. All right. So fall is still my favorite season. Um, I probably get two or three pumpkin spice lattes over September, October, and November. Um, so it's not a huge temptation for me to do it a million times. I don't buy overpriced fall boots anymore. I don't really buy shoes <laughs> at all, but that's just because I've doubled down on minimalism. That's kind of my thing. Um, we do go to the pumpkin patch, so that's something we decided that we do enjoy doing, but we're strategic about it. I don't eat any candy for October. I want to say Haley Stewart from Carrots for Milk and Milk. I don't know if she does this every year, but she did a whole 30 last year, and I was like, that's clever, you know? Just go hard the other way, and then you can't have any sugar, so the candy's not even really a big deal. And then celebrating Halloween, totally up to you, totally up to you how you do it, what your rules are, whether you just want to go to the thing your church is offering or whether you want to do the door-to-door thing. There are no hard and fast rules about this. Society will be grumpy at you for not conforming to what society does, but it doesn't matter. They do not decide who we are and they do not decide what is valuable to us and to our families. All right. I hope you are enjoying fall as much as I'm enjoying it. It's my favorite season, ladies. I love it. And I just, and I just treasure it every day. You know, it's not like I wait for it all year and then I forget about it. I just, I really, I revel in it. I love it. It's my favorite. Thanks so much for listening to Coffee and Pearls and have a blessed day.